0: Everybody, this is the Heineman Brothers Hockey Show. I'm CJ Heineman uh, coming to you from uh, Everett, Washington, um, back home after the holiday. Uh, Ty, I, I believe you're back in
1: Boston as well. Yep, back in Beantown. Uh, I got the day off today, so I'm going to watch some football. Um, good way to start it. How about you, Lou? Uh, I'm actually in
2: Jersey. Drove drove through the night two nights ago to uh, surprise Kelly.
0: Um, yep had one of the classic uh, come home in uniform and surprise my loved one. yep makes me smile every time
2: uh, so so good to be home yesterday was a little bit of a my body was like, what the hell's going on? I think I was up for twenty four hours total
1: You're supposed to be trained for that
2: <laughs> <laughs> not at all not at all I work I work seven to four
0: <laughs> anyway, so just the three of us today um, but Um, I actually have uh, quite a bit to talk about as far as um, our scores go, because Lou has reached uh, past Tyler.
1: Um, Yeah, I've
2: been awful. I'm really good, (laughs) although last night kind of sucked.
1: I was the only one yesterday. I wrote that down, that my picks have just been terrible. I've kind of been rushing lately. I've I've been betting on bowl games. That's where my money's been going, but... I haven't taken the time to like sit down, which I usually do for these 13, 15 game days and basically just been not guessing, but like, you know, basically guessing. So the last week has been, I'm not surprised. I'm not first anymore.
0: Yeah, still ahead of me um, because I had a ways to go. But uh currently Lou has the lead at uh three hundred and fifteen winners, one hundred and ninety-one losers and sixty-five overtimes for 600, 695 points. Uh Tyler is currently in second with three hundred and nine winners, uh one ninety-six losers and sixty-six overtimes for six hundred and eighty-four. So Lou's actually uh eleven points up right now. Um Because aside from last night, he's really just been murdering us. Um, I'm sitting in third. Uh, uh, Oh, no. Uh, Scratch that. I am in second. I have 312 312 winners. Last night I passed, Tyler, because uh, I went nine and three and three. Yeah, well, that's that's one thing I wanted to mention was like I've been noticing some picks that are just killing me. Like uh, picking against the Devils in the last week or so has killed me. Picking the Avalanche has killed me. They're they're bro- they
1: bro-
0: the Predators are struggling, and uh, you about know six the- in a row. And picking against the Hawks uh, has been tough. Um. Which is in- it's interesting that the Devils and the Hawks are uh, starting to find a little bit.
1: Yeah, I always I always think this is the time of year that kind of anything could happen. The underdogs can really have a shot. So I've been going with like a lot of them, but I seem to pick every wrong, like every home team that I decide to sprinkle in, like they're the one that's going to lose, and then the underdog that I sprinkle in, like the home team wins. I'm just I can't get right right now, but um, yeah. Like we always say when we have the picks, still a hell of a long way to go. Eleven points is is nothing. So, yeah. Uh, are they, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just
0: gonna. I was gonna ask. I mean, are the do the Avalanche just not have enough? Is that line
1: not going to carry them into the playoffs? It seems like it. I think we've talked about it before, but I, I, th- I think I said that I thought they were going to slow down. Um. And you know they don't have the, they have a very skilled back end, but they don't have the back end to support uh, the lack of forward depth that they have. So uh, Varlamov's good, but uh, yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna be a playoff team, but uh yeah, they don't really have that many injuries or anything. So it's it's tough to tough to see him playing like this, you know. But like I said, it's that time of year where it's kind of drill into the season. You know, holidays just happened. New Year's still hasn't happened. Um They had a little break, so they're coming back and kind of, you know, how you play on December 16th. Like, you're ready to get out of there. I remember in college coming back from the holidays, we were always out of shape and getting bagged on December 1st and 2nd, 3rd. And I would throw up everywhere for sure, every practice, because, you know, you weren't working out when you were uh, at home with your family and stuff like that. You're eating and drinking just like we did a few days ago. So, I think the teams will the teams who have been good already will will get back into it. Like the Preds losing six in a row, not not too worried about them. Um another team that I wanted to talk about unless you wanted to go into the Preds at all. Uh go go no. for it. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead, Ty. Uh I want to talk about the Lightning and just how fucking ridiculous they are. Uh they have only nine losses, two are in overtime, and they have, I don't know, like thirty Five wins or something like 31. Yeah, it's absurd the way they move the puck. Uh, the power play is unstoppable. Kucherov, Sam I like keep naming them. It's, I don't know if you guys have seen them play, but wow, yeah, I was
2: highlights
0: for me. I was gonna, I was gonna say that that's like the one team you can pick every night, and uh, yeah, I mean. They're beating everybody. Uh, and it doesn't matter. They're doing it in all fashions. They're doing it in close games, in high-scoring games. They're blowing people away. Uh, I mean, they're finding ways to win in the games that are tight, and they're they're killing teams on good nights. Uh, and, like, a lot of times I feel like you do see the team that's, like, rolling, like maybe the Capitals have the last few years, and then they, they struggle, but I... I don't, I refuse to believe in that because they're just beating everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, I mean, they're almost 10 points ahead of the rest of the league. I think, uh, Toronto is
2: 11 points.
0: Uh, they're, they're actually, no, they're actually, they're eight points, eight points ahead of Toronto. Um, and then it's the capitals uh, who have been sneaking back up to the top, uh, I don't know who's going to touch Tampa Bay in the East. To be honest, uh, it might just—you—I I don't even, you know, seeing it from right now. There's no team as good as them. That's for sure.
2: Uh, no, I agree with that. That's—I mean, they're—they're—I mean, just, I mean, just like looking at their lineup, like is ridiculous. Like the season, brain Point is having. They're just—they're just so deep. In
1: everything, Vasilevsky. Mean,
2: Vasilevsky is a monster.
1: Those yeah. saves. You, you see the save he made on Philly. Yep. Where Uh-oh. he oh, le- yes. his leg back.
2: Although, oh, also in that
1: game, Ty just made Brian McDonough, Ryan McDonough look Ooh. like a fool. I know, dude. It just, at, no, and Hedman. Hedman. Yeah, I think Hedman. no. Well, no, he he put it. I mean. McDonough was the one who got his stick just whacked out of the way. <laughs> no, I think that was Hedman. Really? Yeah, I want to say it was. Um, yeah, that was the best part of the play, that he kind of did like yeah, a mini stick like, lift. just
2: bitch slapped him.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then Vasilevsky tried to make pocheck and he got around that too. No, but that's the second time this fucking season that the Flyers have had a uh, They had three-goal comeback versus the Lightning on, I think it was Thursday. And they had a four-goal comeback in the third period against them. And then both times, the Lightning beat them in overtime. It's just like, oh, fuck. like works fucking hard to come back. And then, bam, three yeah. overtime for the Lightning. Like, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. That was check on the ice. But, uh, yeah, the Lightning are a, a good pick every fucking time. That's for sure. The Isles have been a good pick, Siege. I haven't really gotten on the train. But Barzell, fucking natural hat trick. huh?
0: yeah well it's nice to see him putting the puck in the net because uh all basically all his points were assists um he's such a playmaker um he's just it's like it's kind of weird because he's not a very big player but he'll wheel um like around the back of the net over the top and nobody touches him um he, he doesn't look like your natural like superstar uh even when he's got the puck, but it, you can't get it from him. And he's an unbelievable passer. So it's nice to see this, the goal scoring, because, uh, I mean, he's capable of it. He just got to shoot the puck a little bit more. Um, the Isles have a team that they just keep coming at you. It's not like a heavy, I wouldn't call it like Vegas last year, um, but it's Vegas-esque from last year. I mean, just their, their worst line is... Uh, their third line with Komarov, um, Filipula, and uh, Hosang or whoever they throw in there. Um, and and to be honest, like I'll let I get a little nervous when they get out there, but uh, they go and they grind it out. They don't give up a lot of goals. Um, so it's yeah, that's been fun to watch them climb. Of course, Pittsburgh's turned it on, so we're yeah. still still chasing them, although we've got the games in hand. Um, but it'll, it'll be uh, interesting because that's the third spot right there in the Atlantic. Uh, I would say yeah, almost and you,
2: all and the you guys are going to be one of us. Sorry. Um, well, honestly, though, I mean, with two games in hand, you guys are only one point behind Montreal and two points behind Boston. So, like, that, the, the five out of the Atlantic is not necessarily a sure thing.
1: Oh, Excuse. definitely not. See about them last night, uh, shutting out Toronto in Toronto. Fucking Tavares, Does that feel good.
0: Yes, and uh, I I was the only one that picked the Leafs, uh, or I mean the Isles, uh, last night because I knew uh, Tavares. Tavares has been a bit of a head case in the past, and any like important game to him, he's never played well. At least for the Islanders.
2: I've, I've noticed, I don't know if it's been like just this year or a little bit into last year. A lot of the big homecomings have not gone well for the player coming back.
0: Well, this was know. in Toronto.
2: Um, oh, it was, Oh, yeah. well, it was the first, it was his first game against the Islanders, but
0: right. Right. Which is why I, I would, I would almost, you're, you're right. I would almost wait till Toronto comes to the Island and take the Islanders on an upset. Um, anyway, um,
2: at also, least, Freddie if Anderson went down,
0: I was going to say that. Yeah, groin injury. Uh, can Toronto do it without Freddie Anderson? I, I don't think
2: so. Uh, discipline will be huge for for that uh, for teams against them because if you cannot take penalties without Freddie yep. Anderson, I think it's just, they're a beatable team.
0: I don't know, Ty. I mean, I think,
2: okay, so he's listed. He's listed day to day. So we'll
0: see. Yeah. Ty, I think uh, Toronto plays way too much uh, speed and up and down the ice for them to not have a s- number one goalie in there, no?
1: For them to not have what? You don't think Anderson is? Sorry, I know you guys uh, were just talking about it. I ran to get a glass of water. But um, I <laughs> think I think he is uh, he's yeah, Ty, really think, well.
0: Uh, Ty, uh, Anderson's just got hurt in that Isles game. Um, and I was saying I don't think Toronto is is gonna do anything without Freddie Anderson between the pipes.
1: Uh, oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, There's no. Ways, yes. The way they play. I believe we've talked about it many uh, episodes, but their back end just is not not nearly as good as their front end. Um, and you know they didn't need Nylander; they needed another Morgan Riley, but who's playing amazing this year. But you know, one D, you need you need four to six strong guys. To win a cup, you need six, so five to six, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, they're going to need to make a move for sure at the deadline, and it's starting to creep up. I mean, we start t- talking about, we should do a trade deadline episode coming up, but uh, probably a month or two, a month ish? I don't know. Could be it's wrong, but yeah, you're right.
2: February. Where
1: yeah. They've always struggled, and he was not nearly this good last year, and they're doing p- better, but Playoffs, we'll see. That's what it always comes down to for a goaltender. So hold your breath.
0: Yeah, and like Luce said, uh, he's day to day with a groin, so maybe they're being super cautious because I uh, mean you know, I'm sure they see that you know they, they do give up quite a few shots, and, and Anderson is he's their guy. So uh, see, he's day to
2: day, but they they went and <laughs> traded for uh, Hutchinson as of the Panthers, so they went and got a goalie.
0: Yeah, not a good sign for Toronto. Um although I mean Toronto's the second best team in the league right now. So uh you know uh the Lightning was able to handle not having Vasilevskiy even though I thought Domingue was terrible. Um he, I mean Yeah, but
2: I mean you look at you look at the the bottom 6 and the and then the the bottom 4 D on both teams and there's a stark difference. In those two teams. And,
0: yeah. So, uh, um, on my, uh, God, I, I can't, can't, I can't stand the airport anymore. And I know I'm, I'm switching subjects, but this is just came onto my mind. I, you know, when you're at the, I don't know how often you, you fly Tyler, but I don't think very much. Do you a few times a year? Oh, okay. That's more than I would have guessed. But, uh, you know how like everybody is just, I I don't understand why everybody's barreling onto the airplane and everybody's mad about what group they're in and it's like you can either sit here and then go get on the airplane and i guess if you've got carry-ons and you're tired of them telling you you got to check the carry-on which is not a big deal you just take out the shit you want and you let them check the carry. it's everybody's uh so mad at the airport all the time but this was the best so i guess they on my flight back out here the um they didn't have first class catered the guys that cater first class were a little late So they make this announcement, like all the first class people, they're like already in the lines because they know, like, okay, I'm about to go on. But um, they're like, okay, uh, we're still catering first class, so we're going to start with the back of the plane. And there was an audible, like, yell, like, what? Ah!" And everybody's like trying to move, and like the the group three people are like running up to the lanes, and the first class people are all looking around, just standing there, dumb-faced and uh (laughs) and so they're like like all right now group boarding groups three and four (laughs) meanwhile i'm i'm uh i'm in united basic economy which i didn't even know there was a basic economy but it's for us basic people (laughs) uh (laughs) uh, and that was that was the only group they didn't let on before first class Uh, i think that would have been i think think that would have been the last straw for them uh (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I just thought it was funny that uh, the first-class people almost had a conniption fit at the airport. Uh, and they still never got out of that first line. Nobody moved out of that first line. Like, they're just standing there for 30 minutes while the rest of the plane boards. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm sitting my happy ass, you know, in the airport chair just watching the whole thing happen. Excellent entertainment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's always funny. Uh, You know, I I fly a few times a year. I mean, we always fly to Michigan, and I usually get to go somewhere during the year. Hopefully this year it's Philly. I hope I'm going to get to Philly in the winter, see a Flyers game, um, visit some people. But, uh, yeah, that's It happens on the bus, too, Siege. And it's the same on the plane, to be honest, when you're getting off uh, and, like, you're kind of towards the back of the plane. And everyone just gets up and, like, picks their seat buffed off and, like, is getting their shit. And Mm. you're just like, you know how long it takes people to get their shit? Like, stupid idiots who don't really know shapes and don't know how to get their bag out of an overhead bin or whatever (laughs) can't get their shit together from a flight. It takes them so long to get off the plane. So, like, if you're near the back of the plane, just relax and sit there for, like, 15 minutes because you're going to. Don't get up and, like, start bending your head and your neck and it's the same on a bus. It takes a little. It, it's a little quicker, but I uh, usually, you know I'm late to the bus, so you get a seat in the back, and it's it's like hey, just hanging out till a mom and gets her three little kids off the bus. It's just like ah shit. But right. yes, he, right. what, what are you gonna do? Everything. Barrel past everyone? <laughs> right, exactly. That must have been really funny to watch, though. Just sitting there, oh. <laughs> unbelievable,
0: <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Um
1: so uh uh, hey yeah go ahead go ahead go ahead uh (laughs) did you guys see the comments uh, from the dallas stars ceo calling out sagan and ben no no um so he basically was being interviewed and kind of you know stars aren't having their best season and but it's similar to what they have been, and he was kind of just ripping on Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan, um, saying, like, they stink. You know, they're not producing. We're paying them all this money, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I just wanted to read Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn's responses. They were pretty good. Um, Jim Lights is the CEO's name. Ben said, uh, I don't play for him. I play for every player in this room, the coaching staff. I come to the rink, and like I said, I'm proud to be a Dallas star. And I'm proud to go out every night and battle with these guys in games. So that was pretty sick. And then Sagan went on to say, uh, because the CEO made comments about, you know, them worrying about social media more than games or something like that. Along those lines, uh, Sagan goes, I mean, my phone is out there. My number is out there. I'm not complaining about posts. I'm not wah, wah. I'm not whining about it. If anyone asks how many posts I've Bit, I say yes of course I do I'm a hockey player I'm a goal scorer but I'm going to continue to grind continue to shoot and continue to get those areas and try to score goals so I thought this was a very interesting thing something that doesn't happen a lot in the NHL something you'd see a lot in the NBA or even maybe the NFL but two I mean Sagan's definitely an outspoken player but Ben kind of isn't known as that so what do you guys think about that CEO kind of cause CEO, You CEO know, you know you're not known or you're non-GM, um, you not know, director of player ops, or anything like that. So how do you think him intervening, and how do you like their responses? I'll start with you, Lou.
2: Um, I mean, it's, it seems – it's just, like, such a petty thing to, like, to, to say in the media. Like, if you like, – like, especially with a guy like Jamie Benn, who's just, like – such a workhorse and like a I mean a really what you think of as like a true captain like like the two fights he had this year were absolute slug fests. Um still doesn't wear the shield, one of the few guys left. Um not to mention can can dangle with the best of them and has a great shot. But like I don't know, that's something you should be doing internally. And also you're right, like as the CEO like isn't, isn't your job ticket sales and and how much do we how much do we spend on the bobbleheads like? Does he have any actual hockey <laughs> responsibilities like? Who are you to to say that these guys are having a down year like? Meanwhile, the Dallas Stars are in the playoffs right now. You know that's what I was going to say. Second wild card, but they're in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, yeah that's, that's 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 crazy.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, like I understand that they've been sort of. Like Tyler said, in that spot for most years, like right on the edge, but they're they're in the playoffs right now. They're,
2: they're three points behind Nashville for second in the in the division,
0: yeah, I don't understand where this is coming from or or I would like to hear like the Dallas GM and owners' reactions, like Ben and Sagan aren't, and no, they're not putting up the numbers that they have in the past. But the team is doing better. So what the fuck? (laughs) I I I didn't hear those comments, and I can't I can't believe it. Like I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Ty, because to they're so ridiculous. And it's not like the Dallas media. It's not like you're in Toronto or Montreal. Like you've got a playoff team right now, and you're going to start to make comments on your two best players. What are you trying to kick more? uh, I think it does more bad than good. And uh, hopefully yes. with the way that hopefully, sorry, just real quick. Hopefully the way I like the way that uh, Ben and Sagan responded and hopefully um, they keep it there and they, you know, they focus on, like Ben said, they focus on doing it for the room uh, and just going out and working hard every day because uh, Dallas is a good team.
1: Then they can make the playoffs. You made some, yeah, hit some just like wild con- Comments here. Um, yeah, he was just saying... He said they're fucking horse shit. That's, that was the main uh, comment. He said, I don't it's know how, I don't know how to put it. Fucking horse shit. Yeah. Uh, he said, I don't know how else to put it. Uh, the team was okay, but Tyler Sagan and Jerry Ben were terrible. Um, that's how he uh, But then he went on to say... He was talking about... Um, how they're 40 games into the season and they aren't getting it done. We are going to sleepwalk another 14th place from the bottom and miss the playoffs. And then the article says, if lights thinks there's might be any blowback for shockingly candid remarks, he's not afraid of it. He goes, I take a lesson from Bob Ganey here. I don't really know who that is, Um, but he said, you'd really be successful in this league. If you never gave a shit about being invited to a player's wedding, daughter's weddings, and that's what I think. I don't give a fuck. I'm a year-to-year guy, and I'll be damned if a guy who has been as good to me as Tom Gagliardi, as good to this franchise, isn't getting results in those players and aren't getting it done. I'm telling you, we're going to run through a GM who does everything he can to make the team better because we aren't getting results. <sighs> Just like it didn't really make sense to me, all oh this guy's my comments.
0: God. Oh, my like, God. So he's basically saying, like, these guys are supposed to be robots, and they're supposed to be just as good as we thought they were going to be. And he doesn't give a shit about the people. That guy should be fucking fired. Like, where, what, how did he put this out? Did he talk to a reporter, or did he, or was he fucking social mediaing this shit out? Do you know how it was reported, uh,
1: Ty? No, I think I think uh, he was. Yeah, he was interviewed in uh, the Athletic. And then uh, I'm reading it on TSN. But, uh...
0: Could you imagine a reporter? <laughs> listening yeah, to was them, like, oh,
1: you're <laughs> probably
2: loving it. Like, this is, the <laughs> best, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me.
1: <laughs> he was like, uh... It's not about the money that we paid him. Like, it, I don't resent that. But, like, they need to be worth their money. And they're not. They, sh- they suck. But Like, also, first you of all, personally... Like, Fuck him.
2: Yeah, so, like, I don't know, personally... I would so much rather like have my stars be like, you know they're they're a little bit not doing as much damage, but the rest of the team is pulling its weight and we're still like pretty much winning games than have Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan both have sixty two points, and we're 10 points out of the playoffs because the rest of the team isn't playing. Like when those guys do get going and they will because they are elite players in this league. Then they're gonna they're gonna rock it off because the team the rest of the team is is pulling their weight. Clearly, they're in the playoffs right now, and if they, and if and if they are underperforming, and I mean, like Jamie Ben has um, has thirty points, um, and Sagan
1: has. Sorry, pulling up right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, in the meantime,
1: uh, that Sagan's is got, Sagan's got 15, thirty-three, and thirty-three points.
2: And Ben's got thirty. So like like obviously, yeah, like that's that's half of what the league leaders have, but like again they're not But they're only two
0: points they're only two points behind the the team that has the league leaders. Because once Ben and Sagan get going, I mean they're gonna jump the Avalanche because the rest of their team is going.
2: Exactly. Like like this is the exact example of the Avalanche versus Dallas. The avalanche is that top line is ridiculous and they're putting up you know those two guys have sixty whatever points, but right. like like if dude, I'm you saying- said in the past, like like you get past that top line and that team isn't much. So I, don't know, I think I think yep. this guy is just ridiculous. Like wanted his five minutes of fame or whatever, and it you know very well might cost him this job. Especially because if I'm a if I'm a, a GM or an owner, it's the CEO. Really fill in those seats like Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan are. No doubt, very seriously.
0: Uh, (laughs) Well, wow, that Tyler that that got my that got my
1: gears grinding a little bit. Um, Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't heard heard about that. But uh, so,
2: Ty Bob Bob is a former executive vice president, general manager of the Montreal Canadiens.
1: He's probably just like an outspoken guy. Probably never missed his words. Um, so yeah, that was a good story. But uh, what do you guys think about the All Star captains? See those? It's uh,
2: uh, yeah, they. I mean, that you probably could have. young those. guns
1: and Ovi. It's great. Yeah, I think they're gonna have. They're gonna have a blast at the draft. Like Matthews is a great personality. I think McKinnon as well, and then McDavid will get, get there. But. He's obviously the best, so it's great to have him then Ovi. Oh, that'll be a fun draft to watch.
2: Um, ooh, here's an interesting <laughs> thing.
1: So like, I love I've, Ovi.
2: I've been I've been thinking about this for a little bit. Um like all star game, like the game, fine. Like fan vote. I think the skills competition should be player voted. Because uh, it's only like when you get like like especially with like like fat like stuff like the fastest skater or like some of the accuracy stuff, like you're only getting the fastest skater of the all stars.
0: That's so fair. You th- But you, like, uh, but you think that you? So you, you're thinking that more people should be all stars then?
2: Uh, not necessarily, but I like you could separate it. Like the skills, I mean, it's already separated the skills competition and and and, and I mean, a lot of those all stars will still partake in the skills competition. But like, don't you think in terms of like like most accurate shooter is like. For the most part, you're going to get your most accurate shooters in the All Stars, anyway. But like, like I guess I mean specifically the the fastest skater is the one that really jumps out to me. Like, um, True. like was, yeah. the Fastest skater probably isn't making the All Star game. Um,
1: I, I always thought in the I, NBA, in the slam dunk, con- I always thought in the NBA in the slam dunk contest would be like wait. That guy's not an all star, is he? Like, he just snuck him in there for the slam dunk contest. So, yeah, I like that idea, Lou. But there'd be a lot of people on that ice.
2: I mean, there's a lot of people on that ice anyway. But like, no, I'm just saying, like, it's I don't know. I just think it would be cool if, like, that portion of it was so you could actually see, like, oh, who, like, who's actually the fastest? Who actually I, has the hardest shot? Like,
1: what about what about one? One uh, player voted player for each competition,
2: like something like that would be great. Like, like the players yeah. get to like bring like an all star for a specific thing, like
0: that. That man, actually I think that would be cool. I do, I do like that. Um, not to mention, I mean, who knows who has the best shot and who has, who's the fastest batter than the players anyway. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, you might even, actually. I
2: mean, the fans are just voting who they want to see. They want to see their top guys in, in the All Stars.
0: Plus, then you can get all sorts of. I think they should play in the game too, though. I think I don't think it should be extra guys. I think just they should reserve spots for the player voted guys, so that they can play in the game. And all of a sudden, you're like, you're like, oh, Grabner's got like five goals in the All Star game and won the fucking thing because he was the voted fastest guy. I don't know. I think it creates uh, interesting stories for sure. That's a, that's a good idea, Lou. Um, I, do, I, did, I did want to touch on uh, the Winter Classic here, uh, especially because of uh, the way that Chicago's trending, and uh, Boston now has Bergeron and McAvoy back, who seem to be firing. So does, does Boston smash these guys, or is it a game?
2: I don't know. I think you get a pretty good game. I mean Chicago's played in a lot of winter classics. Um I think they they probably I mean I'm sure they love it, but um it's just like they I'm pretty sure they've got a pretty good pretty good record in them too. I mean obviously they were they're a little bit out of their prime now, but um I don't know. I think we I don't know. I think we get a good game. I don't I don't think we've had a great game in a winter classic in a while. I feel like they've all been kind of um not great games, but that's that's just me yeah. talking my ass too. I don't, I don't
1: officially yeah. know. Officially, Winter Classics and the Stadium Series, and they all got kind of watered down. Uh, actually, Lou, I just watched. Uh, McDonough did get dangled by Drew. It wasn't Edmund. Good call. Uh, Edmund wouldn't have got dangled like that. But yeah, <laughs> I think I think it, I think it will be a good game. season. I don't know. Is it going to be cold in in South Bend? Who knows? You would think. <laughs> usually, it is. <laughs> I think it's never the best hockey because the ice probably isn't in the best conditions, and it's just a, a weird spectacle. It's fun to probably be out there, but I've heard it's not not that worth going. Or, well, you went in L.A., didn't you?
0: That was a Stadium Series game, but I can't believe you two right now. Being all, I love the Winter Classic.
1: It's just gotten watered down for me. Like it's not tra- it's not as traditional as I feel like it used to be. Oh, this one's cool. This one's cool, but yeah, sorry, pal. Although my only Flyers is a Winter Classic one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love. I I love. I I think maybe what you're saying, like, it would be a little bit um, cooler if, like, cool because especially now with the Stadium Series games, you get so many outdoor games every year that, like, the outdoor game isn't like
0: it's it's not about the outdoorness for me. It's about sitting down on New Year's Day and getting a hockey game and yeah, the games haven't um they haven't been super close in years past and we haven't had the unbelievable snowy Buffalo Pittsburgh game. But uh I don't know. I I can't I'm very surprised that you guys uh that it's been so watered down for you. Uh I mean Tyler just called it a spectacle.
2: I'm 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 the less on that boat. I mean I feel like I I just have I really haven't been able to watch them the last couple of years either. So
0: on New Year's Day?
2: Yeah.
0: What do you have to do
1: on New Year's Day? That's like why
0: that's why it's so perfect. I've worked.
1: I'm a double this New Year's Day. Oh my god. Restaurants
0: are, are brutal. I never worked on New Year's Day, even in the restaurants. I said, Fuck you.
2: Yeah, I'm driving home mm-hmm. this New Year's Day too, so I'm not even gonna get to must be nice. Else.
0: Yeah, well sometimes you gotta, you know, hike up your nuts and just hope you don't get fired. <laughs>
1: um.
0: Anyway, I will be I will be sitting my very happy ass down on New Year's Day and uh catching this wonderful tradition that is the Winter Classic. Um. Do we uh do we want to do uh, pop stars and get out of here?
2: Uh yeah, I've got a couple other uh, notes. I do not know if you guys wanted to talk about World Juniors at all. Um, oh yep. yeah
1: yeah yep
2: um yeah.
1: You guys missed it last night. Did you see any of the USA Sweden game?
2: I did not
1: know. Oh, I watched the listen? whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it was fucking it was great. I took I uh took the over, which was six, and I took Sweden. They were the underdogs. Sorry, every American, but I knew they were gonna win. Uh, um so they went up four nothing, scored early. Um I think they're up four nothing going into third. USA started climbing back, made it four two. I was like, great, here comes the empty net. About two minutes left, they pulled the goalie, uh, pinned Sweden in for like a whole minute, scored with like 47 seconds left. Boom, there's the over. Uh, I literally said to my buddy, or the kid who barbacks, Tyler Tico, um, that I was like, watch, USA's going to tie it. I'm going to lose this bet. Well, I'm going to win the over, but lose the Sweden bet. Sure enough, USA ties it um, with like 23 seconds left. It was crazy. Uh, And then they do three on three overtime for five Minutes and then I believe they do shootout in the preliminary rounds, and it was awesome. Three on three was so back and forth. You can imagine these kids are so fucking fast and skilled. Um And USA or yeah, USA had like a break, and I think it it, it was very close to going in, but it turned the other way into two on one, and they did a little give and go, and the kid just one time did just passed the goalie, and Sweden won, but. Uh, it was a very good game. You guys should definitely try and catch Finland USA. I think it's New Year's Eve, uh, ten thirty. It's a good one. Canada also won their first game, fourteen nothing.
2: Yeah, beat the crap out of Denmark.
1: That
0: game I saw that w- that looked like uh, Denmark never even got the puck into the Canada zone, and like when they did. Uh, they, they were quickly checked, and Canada just took the puck. I don't know if Canada's that good or Denmark's that bad, but uh, I think
2: Denmark's that bad because I was a little—I I watched a little bit of the Swiss game, which was a great hockey game, and but Canada scored like thirty something seconds in, and I was like, "Oh, here we go again," but uh, they ended up just barely winning that game three-two. So,
0: yeah, but I think the Swiss are good.
2: Well, no, I Very. know, but I think that's also, like you, like you asked, I think that's more of a representation of, of Denmark not being good versus Canada.
1: True. I was watching the USA-Kazakhstan game. That's who they played before, uh, Sweden. And I didn't expect anything from Kazakhstan. And USA gave up their first two goals ever in the junior, at least in this, you know, the higher league or whatever. Um and they could move the puck. They skated pretty well. Um they they, they I mean, I hit eight two. Eight two, yeah. So like <laughs> I feel like that's kind of respectable. They they can they could be happy about getting a couple goals and um but I think the yeah, the talent there is, is so great and it just makes me feel like an asshole because they're born in two thousand, two thousand one. It's just like, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like kids aren't even drafted yet and so, stuff. But Yose has a bunch of a bunch of flyers. Farabee and Frost or or no Canada does, sorry. Farabee and Frost is on Canada, they're nasty. Uh so their uh, like
2: 17-year-old. Um La Yeah I
1: think is
2: his name. Uh yep. like the the list of other 17-year-olds that played in the World Juniors is like is like Sid, McDavid, uh, Gretzky, Lemieux.
0: Yeah, yeah, that same list we do to uh, make people—it's uh, so much pressure for a seventeen-year-old. He—he actually—he—he he reminded me of Drouin. Um so I hope he turns out better. But <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Kazakhstan, former Soviet country. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> yeah, um, this one I'm pretty sure I'm right about.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but um, that could be the reason why they they got some hockey, you know. Yeah.
2: Um, did you guys see yeah, yeah. the Swiss? The Swiss coach. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Example? Seen any? Oh, he's just like.
1: Last year, like they were talking. Last about year at the juniors, yeah. he Go was ahead. talking about their interview before the Canada game. And he was like, "What do you want me to say?" Like, they are better. They are stronger. They are faster. They're, they have 14 first round draft picks or something. Like, or he was like, and every one of their kids is <laughs> drafted. He was like, the only two kids who aren't drafted haven't gotten to that draft year yet. I have two draft players and one Swiss player. And he's like, and the rest is not like nothing. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, and then this year, they obviously did pretty well, like Lou said. And he was like, all those people from last year—they got bigger, they got stronger, yeah, I and mean, shit like that. And then it was funny. He's a character. He's a character out there, but he looks yeah, like exactly. he really cares and shit like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. He seems like a really like. I'm sure that room loves playing for that guy. Like even like yeah. they asked him like, "Is that what you tell your players?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah. I mean, what do What do you want me to say to them? <laughs> like, like we're gonna have to have a perfect game. <laughs> like, um, use, I, he's pretty funny.
0: I didn't realize uh, that. The World Juniors was all about, uh, like, being relegated, and uh, I didn't know that there was, like, oh, yeah. uh, play-ins to become oh, yeah. part, and um, I guess next year, uh, Germany made the team, and they have something like 11, 19-year-olds coming back, or 18-year-olds coming back, I don't know, it's under 20, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yes, I believe yeah, so. Yes,
0: so. so. They had eleven players coming back from this season when they got uh when they won the chance to be in the tournament. So uh you might be able to see some I miss the the Ger- the Germans uh like from the Olympics, like with Olaf Kolzig and uh uh I, I want to
1: see those jerks again. They were sick in the Olympics this year. They, they were they <laughs> Tommy Tommy
2: Kunachel.
0: Yeah, oh, right miss him. Seidenberg and Grice. Anyway. All right, that's of the weeks.
2: Um, yeah, sorry. I got one more note. Um, so if you can, <laughs> I'm going to let you guys guess when the last time Corey Schneider won a regular season game.
0: <laughs> I know it was last year. Yep. Um,
1: Was it a year ago today? That's my guess.
2: No, no that was a couple days no, ago.
1: Don't tell me. <laughs> don't say it. Yet. Let me think. Uh, um, I'm going to say September no, uh, November yeah, November fuck, about a year ago today no, I'm going to say a season before that uh,
0: what? what? <laughs> alright, so I'm actually going to change March, mine to uh, March
1: 2017
0: okay, I'm changing mine to two days ago uh, last year what is two
2: days ago? the 20... 20- I don't even know what today is. Today's the 30th. Um, No, so Corey Schneider has not won a regular season game since December 27th, 2017. Yep. So three days ago. Uh, ago. I
0: was able to get that right because Luke told us while you were thinking of it.
1: (laughs) Yikes.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, like, that's why. Like, I mean, he's had a couple injuries, but, like, what the hell happened?
0: Yeah, I I'd be interested to go back and see uh, what Vancouver got for him because everyone uh, was saying how what a bad deal for Vancouver it was, but if Schneider's shit, uh, which I don't think he will be, I think I think you shut him down and maybe he goes somewhere else and he does okay. But uh, I mean, I guess if you're, if you're the Devils, you want something for him, but uh, that's not happening right now.
1: Uh, that, uh, I think that, it was
0: that, Bo Horvat. Bo Horvat?
2: No, I think it was a draft pick. I think Bo Horvat was the eventual draft pick. Yeah.
1: They <laughs> gave him a first round pick. It was the ninth, ninth selection. Of the draft. And then I got Bo Horvat for it. it.
0: Well, I mean, I can't see Vancouver fans complaining now. Those nope, nutcases. Nope.
2: And especially the way Jacob Markstrom's been playing. I don't know yeah. if you guys have noticed that. He's, yeah, no, you know, he's but, been really good,
0: his numbers are good. Um, I I've been wanting to rip on him anytime I see, I see anything, uh, but you know his numbers are pretty good. Uh, Vancouver still doesn't have the firepower, which or it doesn't have either. But
2: they're they're getting there. They're going to start to be real attractive to free agents. I mean, watching Besser and and Peterson play is ridiculous. They're so good together.
0: Yeah, but they're nowhere near as dominant as, like, a Ben Sagan, a McKinnon, Rotten and, uh, and, and you don't have to be as dominant as the most dominant in the league, but but those two not quite being at that level and, and still having no team, I They're don't know. Gonna
2: They're going to get there.
1: They don't, I don't have think ben... <laughs> Well, I don't think Ben and Sagan this year are in that category, but hopefully they get there. But, yeah, I mean... I agree with Siege. Pedersen, they're they're better on the break. Like they can create speed and and create turnovers, and that's what they get at them off for the most part, or the power play. But uh, the other guys just like they just impose their will. Like on any point, they could be even in the D zone, just turn it, or they could just forecheck and 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 put it up your ass. So those players are sick. So fun to watch. Pedersen yeah, had a Petters- snipe last night. Short. Yeah,
0: Petters, I the only thing I I, can't, I couldn't imagine if Pedersen got some size on him.
1: Cuz he's like he's tall, isn't he? He's not short. Yeah, he's not small, uh but he's obviously very skinny. Well,
2: yeah, he's, he's, he's Yeah, he's well he's super young too. He's 18, right?
0: That is kind of ridiculous that he's only yeah, 18. Oh my
2: god, yeah. So, oh no, okay. So he's 20. Um but he, he's 6'2" 176.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, a, he's
2: a twig. So yeah, you, 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 he, he'll put on some size. He will.
0: All right, Ty, you got a
1: you got a star for uh, for pops. Yeah, uh, I'm going with uh, Nikita Kucherov. Uh, leads the league in points, leads the league in assists. Uh, he's on my fantasy team, he's overtook Rantanen for for points. Guy just fucking nasty. Um, obviously, we talked about how good the Lightning are. But uh this guy just the way he does it he's always looking to pass first which uh Pops likes he always hated when I did it but uh you know that's the way it goes shoot this the guy, puck. this guy always scores so what'd you say uh, he's yelling shoot the puck like that yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh, but Kucherov does it when he gets passes from Samkosis and you know, that's that's the way it goes so that's why pops pick of the week nikita Kucherov.
2: Um, I'm I'm going with the the Swiss head coach, Christian uh, hey. Woolwind. Woolwind, uh, he's just a beauty. He's a good time to watch. He's hilarious. Um, seems like a real cool guy to play for.
0: Um, interesting. I actually changed my pick mid podcast to uh, Tyler is my pop star of the week for uh, bringing up that mind blowing uh, Dallas CEO comment. I uh, can't <laughs> believe I didn't see that. Uh very glad you brought that up because uh that was unbelievable.
1: Woohoo!
2: There
1: you go. Uh, first pop star of the week on the show. <laughs> um
0: actually I think you already gave one to Connor on the show.
1: Yeah, but he's not a fucking actual uh host. He's just a guest.
0: I was thinking that we should call all the people that we have on the show, like like brother Connor. And like Brother Mark, because we're the Heinemann Brothers Hockey Show. And so now, and I don't know, is that too monkey? No, I like that. Yeah. Monkey?
2: <laughs> yeah, what?
0: Oh, uh, not, like, not like the animal. It kind of like, <laughs> I was monkey. I was trying to make monk into an adjective, and then wow. I realized that's also an animal. So it didn't work out as well as I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: that one monkish.
2: fired a little bit on you.
0: Uh, monkish? I should have gone monkish. Is that too yeah. monkish?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> monk-ish. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> my
1: bad boys. <laughs> do do monks call each other brothers? I don't think they do. Or oh, is yeah. that like? Uh, or, or I'm
0: thinking. I'm. I am i am i do not Maybe don't monks. I'm thinking of like the friars from like Robin Hood. The guys in the yeah. brown woolen <laughs> the, the brown dress, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, to come here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, those guys I would called uh like like brother Yusuf and brother uh Jebediah and I think that was both make Russian them, and make this
2: honorary brothers Heinemann for the episode. Yeah not for the
0: episode I like that too. Okay, okay, good. Oh, yes. Alright, I, I can't I believe you guys it. like it after the way I uh, presented that idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you almost blew it, but it was a good idea, so. We'll work on your, we'll work on your presentation skills. You need a little maker's mark to get your presentation skills up. Yeah. <laughs> right now so
0: that's kind of the opposite we're getting a we're getting a pretty day here in washington so uh it's time to head out to the mountain i think do a little hiking
2: very nice all right guys well you guys have anything else fucking nope.
1: one route for the bears today please
2: and baker mayfield it doesn't matter if the steelers win as long as baltimore loses we're out we're in
1: Oh yeah, Lou. I I kind of wanted to bring that up. I think all of our teams might be out of the playoffs this year in the NFL. It's kind of wild. I feel like that hasn't happened in a while. Uh if
0: yeah, that, that does happen, in. if that does happen, I'm definitely taking home the trophy though. So, uh, I know, this is the if the Steelers the steelers
2: Raven switch is huge. That's, well, that's like the I whole pick, ball game. Cuz you put the Ravens think. and not the Steelers at all.
0: Right. Uh so uh go Go Ravens today. I've never won the Heinemann football. I have to have the trophy at the new place here in Everett.
1: Um, I never
2: tied it. I want the win. I have it From right now. in the playoffs. <laughs>
1: I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the trophy right now. But uh, I dropped I dropped out. I think I was in like second or third. I dropped out heavily after last week. Um, I'm not sure what happened. Maybe Pittsburgh, but who knows.
2: Um, all right. So uh, as always, go check out our friends parlors. Um, sick band, good friends of ours. Uh, they do our intro and outro music. They've got a show at Coney Island Baby in New York City on uh, Saturday, January 5th. Doors open at seven. Go check them out. Um, they're awesome.
0: Yeah, I got to go see those guys. Unbelievable. Um, it's a great show. Uh, you hear the music every day. Uh, so if you're into it, go check them out. Coney Island. Um, oh yeah. Uh,
2: you can follow us as always at the Heinemann brothers hockey show on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Tyler's very active on our Twitter. Thankfully little flyers heavy, but it, it's, it's more than I'm doing on the Instagram. So, <laughs> um,
0: I tried to, I tried to get an Islander, uh, little thing in there. And, and Tyler said, well, you know, you can just do it on the Twitter. And, uh, I just shut up after that. So
1: did you do anything? Did you tweet anything? Uh,
0: I don't know how to do it.
1: You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> CJ doesn't understand up. the Twitter machine. Wait, wait, I just I, okay, so everyone needs to know the story. It happened over Christmas. Um so everyone knows CJ and Lewis <laughs> have been bothering me about getting an Xbox. Um, but through oh, you yeah. know, I'm not gonna say why. <laughs> They owed me some money, people, CJ money, whatever. Uh, so they chipped in and got me an Xbox for Christmas. So I'm opening it. It's me, uh, my mom's there, and CJ, um, and, and it's uh, I'm opening. It. It's a massive box. It's like a, it says it's a mystery box. It's got all this Call of Duty shit. So you know we're thinking like, oh yeah, it came with a Call of Duty game, like whatever. So I open it up, um, and there's the Call of Duty game. I think it was Black Ops, the new one. Uh, I rip off, off some, you know, shit paper or whatever. There's this actual box. Um, it looked like like a shadow box. Like it had skull and bones. Was black, dark gray, blue. Looked like one of those. Fucking, it was in it was an Indiana Jones, that, and there was smoke coming out of it, and you, there was for, an ancient artifacts. For people artifact that play
2: Call of Duty, like, it's the mystery box from the game.
1: Right. From exactly. Zombies. From zombies. Yeah. Um, but all of those look different. I feel like. Um, well, it's one the one wasn't from the current. As big game. And it, oh, okay. And it didn't have uh, cool guns or anything like that. But um, it did have a puzzle, um, posters, uh, collectibles, a um, couple little action figures. It had a pop socket, the thing for your back of your phone. Uh, but what it did not have was an Xbox. <laughs> so CJ spent $200 on this video game. And now I bought an HL and I have a controller, but uh, I don't have any Xbox. So, Siege, I'm just going to keep reminding you every week to uh, get on that. And uh, hopefully mom will help you out and send back your Xbox. Um, Maybe I, I feel $100. like I should. <laughs> no, not not eating the 200 bucks because
0: that 200 bucks is the only way you're getting one. Um, <laughs> Especially with the way you're treating me right now, and now let me uh let me defend myself <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a pretty truthful story
0: uh, yeah, well oh, very truthful it it makes paints me as an idiot uh without like my my beginning story so i'm I'm looking for first of all to find xbox one you think like I'm googling i want to buy an xbox one and they would give me options to buy xbox ones no, no, you type in xbox one. And there's a million things that aren't an Xbox. Most of them are like $400 for the Xbox One X, even though I didn't ask for that. Um, So I'm going through, I'm going through. It took me like a whole day to find this. And finally I find it and it's labeled Xbox One Call of Duty Black Ops Mystery Box Edition. And it shows a fucking Xbox in the picture with the Call of Duty game and like a poster of like the Call of Duty Black Ops. And So I'm like, sweet. This is two hundred dollars, and Tyler can have Black Ops. I'm sure he'll play that from time to time. I don't know.
1: <laughs> nah, so I, I mean, bought you're it. Not you're not an idiot. It's just like uh, it's it's funny. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm I was I was uh, I was appalled.
1: <laughs> I was I was mad. You know, I could be playing Xbox right now. I want to get Spyro so bad.
0: Oh yeah, I was telling Ty about Spyro uh cool
2: cool, all right, well, I think that should do it for us uh happy new year, everybody uh, yeah,
1: happy new year yeah, new year new me hockey. <laughs>